This week on Wishful Booking, Nia Jax ruins everything. Let's do this. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined, as always, by Jimmy Moorcraft. Jimmy, what's going on? Oh, man. A lot is going on. We could have Clearly. ended the show after that opening, really. Yeah. Is that about something? So I'm not, you don't think I'm being dramatic then? Um, no, I, no, I definitely don't. I'm definitely <laughs> okay. very upset. I think that Naya, I actually meant to send you a slow motion. Someone had to put it in slow motion of the hit. It's a different angle, but I didn't. Actually, I can send it to you over on the phone, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, it was okay. definitely reckless. Um, it was definitely yeah. um, ir- irresponsible. It's not the first time it happened. Do I think that that is a result of like everything that happened? Maybe not. But if that didn't happen, a lot of this would not be happening. So yeah, for oh, the most yeah. part, so I, we, I do we agree. Differ on that. We'll talk about that as the show progresses. But I definitely think all the crazy shit that's happened since then is a result of that. Wouldn't be happening if that hadn't happened. But we'll talk about okay. that as we yeah, talk we'll about get there. We'll get there. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's dive right into it. Anybody who hasn't seen the clip, watch the clip. We're not, you know, falsely. This was definitely Nia Jax who did this. Oh, yeah. I'm sending you right now the um, slow motion video. It's eight seconds. She just punched her in the face with her big. That's what I was originally. Oh, I'm glad I didn't. I'll cut this out. But I was going to say Nia Jax ruins everything with her fist. But I'll cut that. <laughs> that's probably being too harsh. Don't want a Meltzer moment here. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, it was just unnecessary. You know? So unnecessary. Did you get the text? Not yet. Because it, 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 oh, it, it may reinforce your opinion. Speaking of unnecessary. Or make it worse. Probably is going to make it worse. Here, I'm playing it now. Oh, boy. Yeah, there it is. No question there. Wow, Keep that's that. a real close-up, that too. That was one of their cameras. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely look that up. It's on Instagram. Two Hands Riz, I think, posted or it. Or actually, I'll post it on our Facebook. Yeah, even better. Thank you. Just, that is insane. I think, I don't know, I was going back and forth with people online. Personally, it's my opinion that she should be fired. It's not my company, but if it was, she would be fired. Just because this isn't the first time, but even if it were, like, this is... You know, the thing, the, the, the degree that they've had to go out of their way to shift things around as a result of this, I think alone would justify that opinion. I don't, I don't really think it's a super hot take to say that. Not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, because some people were pushing back in line. But she's done, this is, you know, she's done this a number of times now. Well, that's why I'm saying that, yeah. I mean, she dropped Charlotte on her head when Charlotte had that match. Um, it's a miracle that Ronda Rousey got that match out of her, which is why Ronda... Ronda's doing so well in the company after that match because that was probably one of Nia's best matches with Ronda. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that I wish Nia would not get this championship opportunity. Um, say the and least. I think that the heat, and it's tough because I think she's going to get a lot of heat for it, but Ronda is now mocking what happened. Um, oh no, what is she saying? Social media. Oh God. Uh, uh, actually, I'll pull up. I have my phone right here. It's not good. Well, first of all, let's talk about Ronda's promo. About the whole yeah. millennial thing and the Wait, avocado dude, toast. Dude, to uh, me, Rhonda, I think that was like, like her only... suffer and succotash moment for me. 
Yeah. But of course, um, that was everything that happened on Raw pretty much until the end was like booked according to the way things were going to happen. So I feel like it's almost ancient history, but we can definitely talk about it because it happened this week. <laughs> you know what you so, know what I mean though? Like Yeah. Yeah. Um go ahead. So Rhonda said so first of all Rhonda posted a tweet from Nate Diaz, who was a UFC fighter, saying if you can't make it to war, you lose the war. You ain't about this life. Oh, f- which you. is funny that she's using a real life fighting company to talk about a fake fighting company. Yeah, what really. Do your job. Um, you don't do that she anymore, said, Rhonda. She said, I'm really sorry to hear the millennial man will not be showing up for her legally arranged ass whipping. Unfortunately, now everyone knows if someone hauls off and punches you for real, your face implodes. When she got punched in the face during her infamous Holly Home fight, her face also looked pretty bad. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing. And There's that was a, a real hypocrisy. fight where she she was should have been expecting that. I mean, not, you know. But Becky Lynch wasn't even in a fight. She didn't even, she should, you know what I mean? She was in the right by not expecting to be hit in the face. Yeah. So that one, I definitely disagree with her. Then she, I, not that I'm on Ronda's side at all during this, but then when Becky uh, tweeted to Nia saying, you gave me your best sucker punch, but I got it back up to destroy your whole roster. Ronda said, sucker punch. I'm going to skip past the blatant hypocrisy of the chick who literally ambushed me with my pants down in the locker room and hit me with the chair while my back was turned, which in terms of heel face dynamics, does make sense for the story. So that part, I mean, I would say that Ronda I guess is not before incorrect. before Tuesday. I mean, I think Becky Lynch is a face now and going forward after oh, Tuesday. Oh, without but. a doubt. Without a doubt. But like Becky attacking Ronda initially before any of this happened was definitely a heel move, even though if she that's got what happened, that's what Ronda says happened in kayfabe. If that's right. what happened. Well, I, I could imagine that's what they yeah, would have pushed probably. if this match still happened. Probably, but no, yeah. for sure. So yeah, Rhonda, by the way, is I'm pretty sure only a few... I read online days earlier than Becky. I'm going to confirm that right now. Because if it is, that promo is even more tone deaf. Days or... What do you um, mean? Like, literally, Rhonda is like... Their birthdays are allegedly very close to each other in the same oh. year. Which would make that promo even worse. Oh, yeah. So well, I just yeah, want to confirm mean, that. Well, because she's the talking whole, about whole her promo attitude. was based upon her age. I know, but she's talking about Becky Lynch's attitude, I guess. Even though none of this specific things yeah, she said like still, stuck out as like can. becky lynch qualities yeah, they were both born in 1987 so okay. i mean i get it but still it was just dumb it wasn't smart no um and it, I, it, this, Rhonda, this thing that she has trying to say the wordy promos like yeah i don't know that's, that's what i was gonna say her. yeah no sorry. i mean she's supposed to be a shoot fighter um not yeah. like this it's almost like i think i have to take wade keller one of his co-hosts it's like a damien sandow using big words and yeah it's weird. It doesn't fit with her character. Obviously, this isn't Ronda Rousey, the actual person's fault. It, she's definitely getting fed this. Um, I don't know. I, so I, I mean, I, I think it's her part, in her. part her choice to want to do this. I would think they would rather book her the way we're saying she should be. You know, talking oh, less. Sure. Yeah. Because that's and her she's appeal. Been doing great kind of before this her. feud. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. We can't take that away from her. She no, has been I'm performing not, well. I'm not taking that away from her. I just, it just sucks so bad that Becky Lynch is out for a Sunday. It does. And f- yeah. Nia Jax. Yeah. So um, just to recount, I mean, we kind of dove right in, even though it's one of those weeks. Um, yeah. It's uh, one of those weeks. Alexa, in the end, was going to name her team, which is uh, Mickey James, Natalia, which is a weird inclusion, but I guess I get Very. it. Um, Especially in the same things Jax, with what we know now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nia Jax and Tamina, which Tamina does not deserve to be in this team at all, and she no. should not be with the company either any longer. No. Um, she has the worst splash ever. It's a shame that she lost to that she beat Ember Moon just to get this new partnership over. It was awful. Yeah. There's so that also annoyed me. Well, guess so then, what? She's my favorite member of this partnership. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, get away from her, you. Bitch. So Alexa comes out, which it also is really unfortunate to hear that Alexa currently she did shoot down rumors that she has to retire. 
Um, but Alexa definitely is pretty badly banged up from her concussions, yeah. and she's out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, um, and she sent Natalia home, so she's like the women's GM now. She is, which, I mean, I, I think she'd be great in that role, but again, I really hope she can get to wrestle again, because that would be yeah. awful if she can't. Totally. Um, so then she brings outside, which I definitely, she's, I don't know, I saw, shot down I saw where this was going. What? Oh, yeah. As far as her wrestling again, she shot down the rumors that she has to retire, so I, I would think you could she re- did. breathe yeah. easy. She did, yeah. And she um, posted on Instagram that she's back in the gym starting lately, so there's at least uh, oh, that's uh, good. positive news on the horizon, yeah. hopefully. it's optimistic. Um, so, yeah, I kind of saw where, where this was going. I knew that Sasha and Bailey wouldn't be completely not in the conversation. I really did think that one of them would be on the team, but mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss put them together to have a match. Um, yeah. Which was, it was a good match. Um, Definitely. Until and I was happy that there was no finish. I actually didn't see this part coming where they would like ambush them and there would be like a no DQ. I just thought that maybe Bailey would win and this would lead to the Sasha turn somewhere down the line. Yeah. Um, but they, all the heels ganged up on them. There was no winner. Alexa called out Ruby as the fifth member, which was a great heel move from Bliss, at least in terms of yeah. her, her character. As so I did enjoy s- that. As soon as the match was thrown out, I realized that's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we cut backstage to the biggest pop of the night where Becky ambushed Rhonda. Oh, it was a yeah. great visual. It was filmed great. Um, really so I really, I really did enjoy that. And then Becky comes out. Obviously, we knew that she wouldn't go up against the whole women's division by herself the rest of the women come i had a bit of an issue with charlotte randomly helping them when the whole story with charlotte was and this is before we knew that charlotte would be replacing and becky got injured by the way so yeah it still didn't make sense regardless but they didn't charlotte the whole thing was that we didn't know if she'd be on the team and then charlotte was just there um yeah i guess they didn't know they were going to do this or they didn't specifically foresee that but you could argue she got caught up in the blue wave so to speak you can. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If there was one, I um, guess that's what they would argue. But yeah, because like I was thinking about that, like this was foreseeable. I guess maybe they thought they would leave Charlotte out of it, and at the last minute they wanted to have her. I don't know because it, do- it didn't yeah. make sense at all that she was there. It didn't. You're right. And um, so then, of course, we see the big brawl, and it was all a great angle. I liked how it was. It was more natural than last year's under siege, which felt very forced. Oh God, and does yeah. During this time of the year, definitely. I like how the, how the men's Survivor Series team. Um, didn't have this they have like a different type of animosity and so it felt fresh it gave the women a great platform they were in the main event segment Definitely. all of that i liked yeah um same but of course obviously naya destroys becky's face yeah. and becky bleeds which you and i went back and forth on this i yeah. do think that it was terrible that she bled but i do think that in terms of the legend of becky lynch and where she is right now that that moment will live on because she said no sold it and it did look cool i mean right. i don't like that she was hurt but people do bleed, and they don't need to be taken out of the matches because it happens. It's wrestling. It's exactly. Exactly. Um, if it didn't ruin the match Sunday, I would obviously feel a lot different about it. And also, on that point, of course, you don't, you know, when it happens suddenly out of nowhere, and at the time we didn't know what caused it, just suddenly she's bleeding and she's trying to wipe off the blood to save the spot, but it, there's just blood everywhere. So much blood. And it's confusing. That's my problem with it, was that, you know, I think the fact of how confusing it was at the time undercuts what you're saying about, I mean, yeah, it's a badass image of her and blood, but it would just be a lot better if it wasn't like, but why the fuck is she bleeding suddenly, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but at the same time, when there are that many women in, and I know that wrestling is staged and scripted, so you don't think about this. I mean, when it happened, I did very easily think, like, oh, I'm guessing kind of what happened happened, and someone hit a hand, or she clunked heads with someone, and she's bleeding. 
And when there's that many women in the ring... person it could have happened to in that segment, the star no, of the segment. No, I agree. No, I, I agree with all of that. I really do. But I'm just saying in terms of the, the logistics of like 20 women fighting in a ring, it doesn't happen often, but I was like, oh, I guess maybe not she fighting. Did it for real. Yeah, I know right, what you're saying, fighting. but like, I, I don't mean to just come in and keep undercutting you, but like, that's the thing is that this is a very low risk spot. You know, it's it's being generous to say that you know you couldn't foresee this or whatever. Like, of course you couldn't foresee this. It's like beyond a freak thing. It's something that really, no matter how you look at it, should not have happened. No, you're no, I agree. I agree, and and obviously the right, fact uh, that yeah. Naya did it is even more problematic because of the issues that she's had already. So yeah. no, you're I'm not you're not wrong. But, but you're um, right at the time. I mean, I guess I figured that, but we all just had to figure that. And that definitely, right. for me, ruined it. Because I spent the rest of the segment just yelling, like, why is she bleeding? What the fuck happened? Who did that? I kind of honed in on Alicia Fox for some reason, just because at the time, to I me, thought it, was Dana Brooke. it seemed like she came in like a bat out of hell, Alicia Fox. Like, she thought she was on the SmackDown side. Like, they're the ones running wild, not you. But it seemed like she came in hard and heavy. So I was kind of focusing on her. That was my bad. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I was so I was just yelling like, "Who did this? Why? How would the, how could this have happened?" I think in the back of yeah. my mind, I was worried that it you know what what ultimately happened would have happened. Like it cost one of the coolest matches in a long time, and I think they realized that, which we'll talk about as this progresses. Yeah, and obviously this week is a little unconventional because this is the top story of the week. So I think it's safe to transition into what happened on SmackDown. Um, reports yeah. surfaced early that Becky would be taken out of the match. Um, people were pretty confident that this would happen. I also wasn't surprised because that was a lot of blood. So yeah. I was either thinking she's going to wrestle with a face mask on or she was concussed. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it wasn't like she would just move on and nothing would happen. It was a lot of blood. Yeah, um, yeah it was pretty safe and, to assume uh, her nose was broken. Yeah, I do think that they should have... Well, I guess not because we know SmackDown... We'll talk about how SmackDown opened, but I think Becky opening would have been a little better. Maybe, but yeah. I guess looking back in retrospect, I know why that didn't happen. Nonetheless, yeah. Becky comes out, totally shifted... I mean, she's been like just a regular renegade, not really babyface heel. I talked about how her attacking Ronda, whether we don't know what happened, was perceived from the way they filmed it as Becky attacking Ronda randomly. Right. From what we saw. Right. right, Um, right. But her promo was very, and I think it was smart because she had fan support. The fans obviously were very hurt that this match was off and fell for Becky. And Becky felt very dejected and it was awful to watch. Yeah. And, um,. Already, you know, she was saying thank you to the crowd, and it was, it was I don't yeah. want to say baby faces, but it was a different demeanor for it her, was, for sure, was, from the last few weeks. Yeah, it was pretty, I mean, all told, when she winds up hugging Charlotte, like, it's, it was pretty, I think it's pretty safe to assume she's a baby face, and it's, I think that's obviously the right call at this, at this point yes. with the blood, like, it's undeniable how badass she looked at the end of Raw as it was going off the air. Definitely. I joked with my friend Matt that, like, oh, this is the last time we'll see this in color, <laughs> obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I said that to say even earlier on Raw when when Ronda was out with Stephanie and she brought up Becky and the crowd immediately starts chanting Becky like it's just beyond obvious that the nobody's gonna hate Becky anytime soon. You can keep trying if you want, but you're just you're just swimming against an impossible undercurrent. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. So then Paige gives Becky the opportunity to pick the replacement. We had read beforehand that it would be Charlotte. Um, so then they, they did the smart thing where Becky looked at everyone. And she did look at Charlotte, I think, first or one of the first ones mm. and kept walking. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, Charlotte was getting woos, so it's unfair to compare the woos as a cheer. But huh. to me, the crowd seemed really excited Asuka. when she looked at Asuka. Of course. And and Asuka, like the way she was talking, and I love when she gets all mad and whatnot. Um, so I think we'll easily, talk about this here. Easily they were the most excited about Asuka. But that's also possibly because a lot of them knew Charlotte was going to... Like, it's pretty obvious Charlotte was going to be right. the pick. So Charlotte got picked. So first I'll ask you how you feel about that choice. Well, you already know how I feel about it. I think... They're trying to. Well, over- I mean, the people don't. <laughs> well, I under. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I understand it. I think you know we'll yes. talk about the bill. Like obviously, you have to overlook the fact that now this is going to be the first meeting of Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. It's happening with no build, so that can't unhappen after Sunday. They're going to have wrestled before, but you can make that part of the story. And I understand their desire. I mean, I get their desire to over deliver. So that would also make Charlotte the obvious choice. And I think you flip them at this point because maybe they realize. I mean, especially come WrestleMania, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey should be the main event of WrestleMania 35. I don't even think that's a hot take. I think that's pretty obvious at this point, to me. At this point. Not that it always was. Obviously, Charlotte versus Ronda was what everybody had penciled in for WrestleMania. But now, things have changed. Everything's changed, and I think... So that's what I think. I'm okay with it, given the circumstances, which, again, are completely just the worst. Yeah, no, I agree. So my whole thing is that I would have went with Asuka only because I don't think Vince thinks of Asuka high enough based on how she's been portrayed. Right, that so that's, that's a program that he... No, but I don't think they dedicate a program to it. But I do think if he is forced to pick a replacement because he isn't willing to devote time to build up Asuka and Ronda, that it would be a good time to throw a bone to the fans that the crowd reacted in a way that would have supported that choice and they would have kind of gotten that match over with and just not gone back to it. Right, but don't you think the way he perceives Asuka educates how he thinks the fans perceive Asuka? Like, he wouldn't look at that as throwing no, a bone. No, not always. I just think he's stubborn and doesn't and, and looks at the big picture and exactly. looks at money. And, and uh, I think he's, he's very stubborn. Like, I right, don't think but, he would look but, at that as throwing same, us a bone. Right, but at the same time, like, this match, is there's, there's no... Like, maybe they'll film some promo commercials and whatever, but, like, in terms of marketing and, like, network subscriptions, how they only have five days to get this out to the public that this match is happening, is my point. Yeah. So, like, that's where I'm thinking, like, okay, Charlotte and Ronda is a huge match. It's the match that we thought would happen. There are people, and I was excited for Becky and Ronda. It was literally my most anticipated match of Survivor Series. I think that he's been doing phenomenal. Yeah. Um. But I do think that in Vince's eyes, because Becky has only been portrayed this way since SummerSlam. She was floundering before this, while Charlotte has had seven title well, reigns. They've been telling a story that they didn't, I guess, didn't realize they were telling about Becky pursuing the title for a while, to the point where. Fair, but if we're looking at SummerSlam, and Becky, all the stars Charlotte aligned, the and star. it just took Vince a little time to realize that. I don't think that's true right now. I think Becky's the hottest actor. No, I'm talking about as a whole. If we're looking at when they both debuted. Charlotte has achieved more and has been perceived in bigger spots, positions, main events. Right. Period. And that's what Vince is thinking when I say that he's thinks he's over delivering with this match over Becky versus Ronda. But what I'm saying is that I You're think right, right yeah. now the reality has become that Becky versus Ronda, all things considered, is just a bigger match now. Right now, I agree with that. Yes, but I think in right, right, we're not disagreeing with that. I just think big picture wise. So in picking Charlotte, I get it. But that's why when we talk about the other change to Survivor Series, because to him and other people, Charlotte and Ronda is already a bigger match and could satiate the people who are upset that Becky and Ronda aren't happening, I don't think that the other change made to Survivor Series was necessary, if that makes sense. 
No, I, I think to- the Charlotte I totally Rondo agree. was enough. It wasn't necessary. I totally agree yeah. with that. Um, which we'll talk so about. So we'll get into our, yeah. Well, I think we can probably transition there now because we're yeah. going to get into our actual Go ahead. Uh, predictions for the matches yep. after with this. Um, Definitely. So SmackDown opens up with AJ Styles, gives a promo on Brock. Heyman comes out and it was, it, uh, it, uh, Heyman's great at talking. It was crazy. It was very crazy. I don't even know the way he came through the crowd. I guess I liked because it felt very like, Random, like yeah. it wasn't planned almost. Yeah, like um, he was not supposed to be there as much as it could have felt like that. Yeah, but the inclusion of Daniel Bryan's name to me was just very forced, and I and I and 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 I don't know, like that wasn't anything that Paul Heyman has spoken about in the past. Like we know that Daniel Bryan has wanted Brock through like total divas and like interviews with like non kayfabe pro wrestling yep. sites, yep. and like that's not a known thing. So like all of yeah. that was just weird to me. That's why I this is more fuel for the argument of this being just you know they weren't this wasn't they were clearly building to brock versus aj part two before tuesday yeah so it was very it it, it was it was weird and then we talk about so daniel bryan comes out and aj is putting daniel bryan over by the way daniel aj is being babyface aj damn they're baby faces and i guess that makes sense now looking at it if this is the thing it was still a sudden character shift, but Daniel Bryan came across very aggressive, yep. um, overreacting. And I guess now that we saw what happened, it made sense, but it still didn't. There was no previous context for it. He attacked AJ issue. for calling him one of the best wrestlers in the world. Literally, that was it. And for saying his That's name. That's what set him off. Yeah. Like Velveteen Dream would have loved them, but Daniel Bryan's over here f-ing punching him. Yeah, he's a regular Nia Jax. Somebody asks um, you who the best wrestler that you've ever wrestled is, don't you dare say my name, you son of a bitch. That doesn't yeah, make God sense. Forbid. That doesn't make God sense. Forbid. No matter what. Um, so I, I, I thought that was weird. And, and I mean, I was texting you when I was watching it. I knew exactly where it was going. I was yeah. shocked and was still waiting to see it happen. Yeah. But yeah, we were I texting literally back was like, wow, this is happening. The whole time. And yeah, I guess some people online thought there was a swerve coming and Brock was going to come out and ruin the match. But you and I were both pretty sure that, no, this is indicative of a change that's coming, which is crazy. Yeah. And, so, uh, um, yeah. I do think the intensity was great. I think that they, that, that part like looked like, you know, they sold it well. The backstage yeah. segment was pretty intense. I even thought Shane did well with the way he reacted. It was, it was all very like, that was good. Like felt, that was yeah. kind of like made me excited kind of ish in the moment. Yeah. Um, like a big, and then the title match. Thing. Exactly. And then the title match was made in the main event and they had about a 20 minute match. It was good. You know? Mm-hmm. It's them too, so of course it was good. Yeah, um, I still think they're capable of better, but it's. I oh, guess definitely. on TV you have some restrictions. Of course, um, of course. They're Daniel definitely. wasn't really wrestling a heel style match no, up until no, until the end, right? So I definitely saw that the ref was in the way of that phenomenal forearm, and I thought that that already was weird. I'm like, oh, why would Daniel Bryan? He knows that the ref's behind him, then, so that yeah. was weird. And then he just goes and kicks him in the dick. Yeah. And I gotta Straight give Daniel credit for, playbook. Exactly. I was just gonna say that. I gotta give him credit for I guess looking at AJ's weaknesses in matches for the title. Um yeah. and um but, it, but except in this case, because I think a few of those matches ended in DQ and Shinsuke kicked him in the dick. But this match Probably. the referee was turned and um Daniel hit him with the the yes knee, which by the way, AJ sold beautifully. Yeah. That was yeah, a beautiful, was. beautiful yes knee. It was now my only thing, and I think this just could have been the timing, but it looked like AJ was like really close to the ropes. I don't know if that's going to come into play or if that was just oh, like maybe a timing not. thing. Yeah, I think that's um, just the way it worked out. But yeah, and then Daniel Bryan pins him. And yeah. um, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, well, wait, I was surprised by the, the kick. 
Um, it's just crazy. It is. Yeah. To, yeah. The fact that he turned heel in the process is like, wow. I still. I thought I was braced for this, but. But the aftermath are. was even. I didn't expect that. Like I didn't know it was going to yeah. go on more than that. How he attacks AJ? Yeah, it's crazy. What he's doing—it's showing attitude. And uh, and again, he sold it well. I mean, Daniel—I I, I don't remember him that much as, as a heel, but people online are saying he was really great when he was uh, what was his name, the American Dragon, I believe. Uh, yeah, or his not, indie, not whatever WWE, his indie. Yeah, thing. yeah. But he was—he yeah. was a heel for a little while in WWE when he yeah, had the money yeah, in the yeah, bank. Right, the whole, was... the whole no stuff. Yeah. Um. So I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of Daniel Bryan. I definitely think he's a good worker. I can never say that he's not. That would be ignorant of me. Dude. Um. Yeah. I think that he's gotten stale as a baby face which is why i dislike him so i think i'll probably appreciate him more as a heel it just feels very random so random so so random. so, so, so random and so, um, like so out of left field this clearly wasn't their plan there was a beautiful built-in story of daniel bryan chasing a title or chasing a match with brock lesnar as a face that has just been totally squandered now like yeah. I, I don't even know if they thought of the, all the ramifications or if they care to and not that I trust them to have ever picked up that money on the table. Like, I texted you, like, with the Daniel Bryan chasing the title, but now it's just not even an option. Or cha- not, you know, chasing and, Brock Lesnar. Sorry, go ahead. And as much as Paul Heyman's inclusion of Daniel Bryan was random, I was like, oh, maybe they're building to the WrestleMania match now, and Daniel will win the Rumble yeah. and chase Brock. Yeah. Which would have been awesome. Which would have been awesome. Like, they teased the match, and AJ somehow retained the title, or the match was in no contest on Tuesday. That would have been awesome, totally. Because you have this story like an underdog. This is really like the perfect underdog match. Unless you chop one of its legs off by turning Daniel Bryan heel and giving it literally no build. Like the title match wasn't even wasn't even announced before Tuesday night. Like Tuesday night starts and it's like, oh, we might have some huge changes. Like just so everything just felt so last minute. It really is so unfortunate. A lot of collateral damage. A lot. And um, also now Brock and Brian, the first meeting is also Rush. It's a heel versus heel. It's just, I just, yeah, I, it's a heel versus heel. Ugh, just so random. Unless Brock is a face because he attacked gender, a heel, and threw the Singh brothers around like a son of a bitch. By the way, yeah. Well, I guess while we're talking about Daniel, uh, Daniel, Dude. what Brock did on Raw, we could discuss as well. Yeah, um, when they were still hyping the AJ match, by the way. Yeah, gender. Um, yeah, Heyman, Heyman comes out, he's doing his usual shtick. I do give them credit for acknowledging that Jinder and Brock was going to be a match last year. I thought that was some I guess. decent continuity, if there's any positive in that segment. Yeah. Um, but, it, it, you know, I mean, first of all, they're heels, so Brock beating them up is weird. It's so um, ironic. Although Brock has kind of always done that, in a way, I guess. Yeah. Like, randomly attack people. Oh, anyone. As soon as whoever came out was getting attacked. Yeah. It's so ironic that they literally reminded us about that, about how Jinder was going up against Brock, and then it was taken away from him at the last second. 24 hours before, they literally did that to AJ. That happened again. With Daniel Bryan, and they didn't even know they were going to do it on Raw when they, during that segment. Right. Like, that's the, really what makes it ironic to me. It's crazy. And the only positive for AJ is that he now doesn't have to take a pinfall off to Brock Lesnar for the second year in a row. That's about the only positive I can think of. I guess. I mean, he needed. He That's really it. needed to win, but yeah, dude. So now AJ. Well, I mean, he wasn't going to. Right. AJ, just like Becky. So yeah, again, could be a positive. Right. AJ, Randy Orton, neither of them are representing SmackDown on Survivor Series. I, you know, don't ask me why I bring up Randy Orton out of nowhere. Andrade also, Rusev, 
Yeah. This is like criminal. Like SmackDown and Shane McMahon should is on the lose team. based on this alone. Yeah, and Shane McMahon, get the f*** out of here with that shit. Well, he's the best in the world, so obviously it makes sense that he's on the team. I mean, come on. Kill me. And then Brock make, makes that weird Jewish comment, which was Yeah, weird. I think that was just um, his attempt at comedy. I, like whenever you give him the microphone, something, something bad is going to happen. Yeah. I told well, it's either great or it's I, awful. I have no idea what he was even, like, thinking. Like, what that what, meant? Why was that funny? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Do Jewish people, are they, like, stressed and they shouldn't meditate? Is that what that meant? I doubt it, but maybe sure let's go with that well i don't i don't think he knew what it meant no there's no yeah. answer. i don't think there's an answer to the question i think he thought that yeah this will be funny for a reason i don't understand yeah so well so i think aj well you would hope that aj well i guess well i'll get into, in, into that into predictions all i'm going to say is that maybe aj will appear in some capacity on sunday and i'll say why later okay um i mean obviously i want him on the card i'm not saying i'm going to be okay with his role but i don't think he'll not he'll be, be there. Th- right Okay. Which we could just discuss in terms of build the other tag team. Raw opened up with a tag team battle royal to talk yeah. about the captains, which I don't even know why being the captains matters. Like being on the team, I get it, like representing your team should matter. Yeah. But when there's only like literally five teams on each brand, essentially, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um you know so what, then you, they sac- Yeah, go ahead. Well no, I was just gonna say they sacrificed the entire division for a Braun Strowman segment. Yeah. Um which the, I'm not surprised about at all No, that it happened. The takeaway here is that, just to be clear, SmackDown is going to have to win some of these matches on Sunday. Absolutely. You know, um, Including probably this one. Of course this one. That's why, that's why I say like they're going to win yeah. this one, of course. <laughs> um, they have actual legitimate teams on their side. So the Battle Royal never happens because Braun comes out, and then the Battle Royal does happen later on in the show. Gable and Bobby Roode win. That was a pretty cool um, way to win, I guess. Yeah, no, it was, they're, you know, they're talented, so that's fine. So it, the teams are um, Roode and Gable, Lucha House Party, which it, I don't even care about them, that they're there. It's so forced that they need yeah, another big why would team you? now that Seth and Dean are not a team anymore. <laughs> um, great replacement when you put it that way. Revival, who were the first ones out of the Battle Royal, and I just feel bad for them every day. Yeah, it sucks. Um, Corey Graves called them the best tag team in WWE 30 seconds before they were... The first yeah. team eliminated. Yeah. F*** you. Um, I also hate how in tag team battle royals, if your one team member is thrown out, that you're both out. I don't really think that should be fair. No, it shouldn't be. It should be. That's what makes it different from a regular battle royal, is every team has two chances to win. Yeah, and that could really put over the, the winning person, because like, they've kind of overcame the odds. It's good for like a babyface team to win. That Dude, way. In this situation, yeah, you could have Gable win for the team, right. and then have yeah. Rude like, turn, or vice versa, whatever. Like, yeah. There's a reason, There's you know, you kind of tell a story in the process. Yeah, I don't know why they do that like that. I think it's just and then, Vince, um, Vince's stubborn nature. The Ascension and B-Team are the other two members, so just yeah. pretty, pretty awful all around. Round that shit team out. And then on the SmackDown side of things, we really knew that the Usos were the captains and uh, New Day's on the team. And then literally the only, again, the only three teams on SmackDown were just backstage hanging out. And it mm-hmm. was uh, Gallows and Anderson, Sanity, and the Colognes, who I thought were on Raw for a moment a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think SmackDown, I guess, needed them for SmackDown team. So that's that match, which is on the kickoff show. So Rightly so. Not that I, not I, mean, that I where, care. It's where it belongs. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, no offense to Usos, New Day, and Sanity, but... No, no, not at all. Um, and Gallows and Anderson. There, I mean, there are some talented yeah. teams in, in that match. I'm not trying yeah. to dismiss them, but On I mean, the there's no side. build to it. Yeah. Not, not, no surprise. Um, 
what else? Okay, so then we could talk about some of the different parts of the men's elimination teams. We could talk about so Braun Strowman and Stephanie. Yeah. Um, I like this for the most part. I liked how Braun uh, didn't have to suffer Stephanie's um, emasculation like almost everyone else yeah. on Raw did from her this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, he she had to actually negotiate with him. Yeah, and he was promised another Brock Lesnar championship match, which will probably happen at the Royal Rumble, which he'll probably lose again. Mm. and uh, a match against Baron Corbin, which no one wants to see. No, but I did at least like that Baron Corbin stood toe-to-toe with him. I mean, you know, he's got the coward coward aspect that, you know, he knows Braun can't touch him, but... And I also liked Braun's line. I was expecting Braun to say, you're going to get these hands, but he said, I'm going to neuter you. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty... That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Surprised they let him say that. I'm coming to get you. So then uh, Finn Balor and uh, Dolph Ziggler have a match. Well, Drew McIntyre then cuts a promo, a really right. great promo on yeah. Kurt Angle. And, you know, he's definitely, I would say, the lead heel on Raw right now. Yeah, Raw is his um, show. Now that Braun's well, a face. Yeah, I mean, D- Dean Ambrose is getting there, but he's with, he's centralized on Seth right now. Yeah, and I, was, um, and I was quoting him, by the way. I'm not saying it's his show necessarily. That's what he oh, said. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but Which he's great at talking. I want it to be. Yeah, he is great at talking. I like where he's what he's doing and everything about him right now, so that's good. Um, then Balor comes out because Balor and Drew had this little confrontation last week. Yeah. Um, Drew then volunteers Dolph to have a match with Finn, which I thought Dolph's expression was interesting. Yeah. So I wonder. But then if, like, Drew headbutted Finn. You know, true, he yeah. kind of made it. You know, Dolph was like, "Oh, okay." That's a good point. Um, and then Finn and Dolph had a, a good match, um, and Finn won. And uh, Stephanie finds it backstage, and it's Finn looked really dumb because Stephanie's like obviously just being nice to him because she wants him on the team, and Finn was smiling like he always does, so that kind of annoyed me a bit. Like an idiot, um, yeah. Not that he was on the team because he should be on the team, but just like the way he was like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. Um, like when it was clear what she was doing. Yeah, it's very transparent. Yeah. Um, and then she we also had Elias and Bobby Lashley in a qualifying match. Yeah, no, you didn't I like was, this. Really disappointed in this. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Bobby Lashley with sunglasses is awful. And what is that whole butt thing? <laughs> what is that? What is what? Oh, the butt thing. The, yeah. What is it? Honestly, at least Leo Rush was laughing this week because that's what it is. They're laughing at the audience. It's well, a joke. Honestly, you know, it's a joke. He's just it's just like show him your ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, and right, and the commentators. I thought their reactions was funny. I don't know if is that what they want though. How do you mean? Like, to laugh at it? Isn't he supposed to be, like, an imposing big man? He's just, like, they're having fun at the audience's expense. That's why it's, you know, that's why Elias gives him the comeuppance with the whole bit about Child Protective Services. That's why, you know, it's like, they they make fun of the crowd, and then he comes out and makes fun of them, and, you know, they get their comeuppance. Yeah, you're right. Because they have egg on their face. Okay. Which, that um, was hilarious, I thought. That was pretty funny, the Leo Rush. Oh, oh, Elias is, oh, he's so great. He's good, Um, yeah, he's not, yeah, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? The best in the ring. Sorry. No, he's not. No, he's not, no, well, no, he's not. But I think character-wise, he's incredible. He is, definitely. Um, And I do think that they, uh, I told you, uh, I said it on the show a few times, I saw Elias at an NXT Live event, Um, not the one you and I went to, obviously. I went to one with uh, someone else a while ago, a while ago, and he did some things in the ring that he, I had not seen him do in the main roster yet. And I'm not trying to say that changes his entire ring game, but I do feel like he has more to offer, and he hasn't been in that many long matches. His match with Seth Rollins was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. You know, his match with Dolph was passable. So it I was agree okay, with you. yeah, but he's, they're both really good on, wrestlers. 
You're right. This match with Bobby um, Lashley was like nothing, and then Nick Quick, I was happy about that. Definitely. Um, and well, his his move set hasn't deviated from heels yet, really. Yeah, he's kind of still in that heel like motion. Totally. He does this thing where he does a, a a high jump onto the top rope and does a superplex. He hasn't done it on the main roster yet. It's oh, amazing. Oh yeah, he should do that. So amazing. Um, and also because he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. So, yeah, his um, arsenal. I mean, he does a lot of knees to face. <laughs> um, so the final team for Raw is Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and Finn Balor. Don't forget the captain. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Captain uh, Baron oh, Corbin. Captain, captain Baron Constable Corbin, right. Baron Corbin. He's got three titles. By the way, did you remember how they said that because Baron Corbin's general manager, he can't be in the match, yet Shane McMahon is in the match and he's a commissioner? Oh, it's not going to make sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, they so said that he just... Yeah, no, he just decided... I think he's just being coward by not being in the match because Alexa Bliss... Did that on Raw? Like they kind of used that to explain why Alexa Bliss was doing that on Raw, but on SmackDown. So it's like a way for Smack. I mean, if they had more build, it would be a way for SmackDown to say, "Oh, your captains aren't even leading by example." But they yeah. don't really. They haven't. So never mind. <laughs> the build's over. Um, the hell can he do? So those are really the stories on Raw. So we have animosity between Finn and Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Corbin's the captain Braun Strowman's on the team Braun Strowman doesn't like Dolphin Drew so there's that every year the brands look dumb because there's always animosity between the teams and I would love yeah. one year for it to be not like that like just well, I mean, no, dude, the, the, the brand thing has to not come out of nowhere with literally two weeks built that's well, no, what it is uh, yeah of course suddenly, the, suddenly least... the brands are supposed to be more important than the feuds that literally get 98% of the TV time and are you know by default should be more important they're perceived as more important except when Stephanie and Shane are like no this is about your brand and that's the most important thing until next week right but I just feel like Raw if I were them and I love Natty and I'm glad that she's going to be on the show but and I definitely like Natty more than Alicia Fox but Alexa Bliss picked her team in a very strategic way where they all are on the same page yet natty's on it and why would you want natty yeah. to be in a team with someone who just made her cry and broke her deceased father's sunglasses it makes no sense yeah and by the way did you believe ruby riot for a second on monday when she was apologizing no and carmel and well alexa bless is still the queen at that but we've seen that so many times yeah literally so happened times. later that's what alexa basically did with by picking ruby riot i am glad that they're starting to get like an actual development because they just kind of are there to lose the baby faces so you know there yeah. was that aspect of it that i kind of liked yeah but but yeah i agree with you it's never believable and also um, isn't, especially literally alexa bliss chose alicia fox to replace her at the last pay-per-view so you know that yeah. would be an obvious person to be on the team I mean. instead of natalia like perfect so exactly. weird exactly but they have a story any... they're gonna need to tell that's what it is they're gonna tell some story with that during the match very and then the SmackDown's men's, men's team now has no story because two weeks ago, I kind of liked how the show ended with them all fighting. Yeah. Yet now it's yeah. all thrown for a loop because Daniel Bryan is off. Um, Crazy. So we have The Miz as the sole team captain, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, who had a fight to keep the spot against The Miz this past week, and he won, uh, obviously. Then we had Jeff Hardy included to replace Daniel Bryan, and we have Shane McMahon. Yeah. Horrible. Um, Get awful. Shane out of there and put Orton or, I mean, better yet, AJ on there. Which is why I really believe Becky and Ronda would have made a vented. Not only because Michael Cole literally said brand warfare led by Ronda and Becky, 
But last year there was at least, despite that being an awful main event, there was at least a story built for a few weeks to justify that match being in the main event. Yeah. I would have loved to see Brock and AJ main event, obviously, and they deserved it. But I think it wasn't, you know, Triple H was in it, John Cena was in it. Yeah. It, you know, justifiably main evented. This year, this match should not have main evented. And, and it possibly could have. Knowing yeah, him. possibly. No, I think the standout, Becky Lynch versus Ronda had to main event. For sure. For and, sure. I th- and that's just more reason why I think Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, like I texted to you, they felt like they had to, that's part of them over-delivering, you know, just replacing Becky Lynch with Charlotte. You know, I think Vince understands after Monday night that how hot this match was going to be right now. Even though they only had two weeks to build, they still, it was going to be such a hot match right now. Like, it, it was, to me, it was very, especially after Monday, before we knew Becky Lynch was out of the match, it was like, oh, this match obviously has to main event. Yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense if any other match main evented. This is very clearly the biggest Survivor Series story. So what match main events now? I didn't even think about that. It's a good question. Well, the Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. No, I did think about that. Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why, because they wanted to have a match that was still not only a really cool main event, but a match that, because this is a match that people have anticipated for a while, even though there's been no build, like people have anticipated Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. So as much as they could, they wanted to replace what was a cool main event with as cool of a main event as they could and as anticipated of a main event as they could, you know, replacing Becky Lynch versus Ronda. That's that's what I think. Can't you, but based on what I was saying before, I also think that Charlotte and Ronda could have also still main evented, no? Oh, they no, they the could. If you didn't do this, if they didn't do this, that would definitely be my vote to main event. Over AJ versus Brock, over the men's five-on-five, five, whatever. That would have been my my vote, but now you did this, and we're living in this world. So Brock versus Daniel Bryan is to me, even though they're both heels, it obviously needs to main event to me. Hmm. Okay, I wouldn't be. I don't disagree with an argument for main eventing, but I I would pick Charlotte and Ronda because I don't know if the plan that Mania still, if that was the plan, is done. And I think that if this is your only chance to put Charlotte and Ronda in the main event, I would just do it here. Yeah, I think you're you're thinking with your main event too much right now. Pardon the innuendo. You know, like your your WrestleMania main event. You know, you're well, thinking even like, removing that. I still think it's uh, it's a it's a justifiable women's main event. Um, it is. It is in almost any other situation. But Brock versus Daniel Bryan is a huge match. Yeah, I, I guess I, I just think I have difficulty with that because of my issues with Daniel Bryan. Because I don't disagree right, with you, and I know that people think that. Discount but. how big the match is outside your personal yeah. feelings about Daniel Bryan. Okay. I mean, you're right. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte is bigger than almost any other match they could put on right now. Definitely. I mean, God, f-ing, a match we haven't talked about yet. We'll talk about it in predictions because there's not much to talk about in terms of builds. Um, Seth and Shinsuke, it will never main event, but that could definitely main event. I mean, logistically speaking, of course, it but could it have. never yeah. will. It never no, will. Definitely not, especially not given what you said. We could about actually, the um, in terms of non-Survivor Series stuff, because this could come into play at Survivor Series, but we could talk about Dean and Seth. Yeah, yeah, it will um, definitely come into play. I think at Survivor yeah, Series, which is a shame because Seth and I mean Seth Rollins said it perfectly. I don't care about Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, thank God Corey yeah, Graves but- tried. I think like, Shinsuke said it perfectly on Tuesday. Well, yes, he broke my heart on Sunday. I'm going to break his face. That was perfect. It was perfect, yeah. Um, God, Shinsuke, I really hate the crowd for saying what every single time. It just irks the f- Well, thing. it's just going to happen, unfortunately. Like, I, I wish it, it weren't, but it's going to happen. That's why he should have a spokesperson or something. 
oh, are you going to introduce me? Oh, he's just so good. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, um, no, he's awesome. It's just, also, but it was a little hard to, you know, the first time he said, it was. he broke it my heart. Was. I didn't know what he said. But did he know that when your headphones are in that you can't hear things on the phone? Like, were we supposed to hear the promo on his phone? Do you notice that? No, I think but no, I think he was just showing the clip of what I, like that he was watching. You know, Seth Rollins isn't thinking about me, but I'm watching him. That's all he was. Oh, that's why okay. he showed it on his I phone. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. But like, you see what I mean? I'm like, I thought we were supposed to hear. No, it, yeah, no. And I didn't know if he knew that you couldn't. I think they and took it was live for, TV. He so. took for granted that we all saw it already, I think. Okay, fair enough. So other than that, that's about all that that match really gets hyped, which it's I kind of match that. In a crowd like Survivor Series, it's fans, it doesn't really need to be. But I do wish that it got some more love because yeah. it's incredible. And I don't know if we'll see it again. Get in line, Shinsuke versus Rollins, because it got more build than <laughs> the two biggest matches on the card. Um, well, I mean, at least it got more build than the Bar versus AOP. AOP are the new yeah. World Tag Team Champions, but you would never know from this past Monday. No. Which is awful. They but couldn't even know, develop like, we're a, like on the a, inside. We have the inside track of watching Raw last Monday. Like, they couldn't even do, like, a one-minute segment of Drake Maverick talking about it? Like, really? I mean, apparently not, no. Not, not without the overrun. They didn't. They got rid of the overrun this week for the first time, by the oh, way. Oh, was it? I, I didn't notice. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't really watch it live, so I didn't really know what it ended. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it ended right at 11. Oh, man, okay. Interesting. So, I mean, I, well, you know, I'm not, I, I was kind of joking by saying that's why they didn't have time for the AOP, but who knows? The women got um, to like the last half hour raw between the Bailey and Sasha. They did, and I did like that. Well, I mean, I loved that in general. Oh, that, me too. Outside of the me obvious, too. what happened? Yeah, um, of course. So then, okay. So then, Dean comes on the screen. He's in some backstage uh, thing with the fire, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad came into play because I thought it looked so dumb at first. Definitely. And uh, you know, he initially I was afraid he was going to say nothing because he was like, "I don't owe you an explanation." Oh, wow, that would have sucked. But the explanation that he gave was, I mean, more or less what I guess I expected him to say. He, he delivered it well, saying that, you know, essentially that they held him back. Yeah. Um, he didn't really say that being called a lunatic was why this happened, but he did allude to the way that they perceived him in the group. Right. Um, so I think that that was written well, or if I don't know if he, yeah, they yeah. wrote it or he said it, because um, yeah. it could have been a lot worse. And then he did bring up Roman, which I thought was very heelish, and he is a heel now, so of course. do it. And you then think? he threw. <laughs> I think it's unnecessary. And then he, um, wait, really? I mean, we're all we've all been watching. You don't. I don't think you have to say Roman, but I don't think. I mean, just Roman say the was shield. Part of the shield. Say the shield. Right. So when you say I, the shield, when you talk about how you I were looked listen, at within the shield, I, I we all know that, you're talking about Roman. I don't think that just because of what, what what's happening in real life with Roman, like his name can't be mentioned. I think that they could have said a lot worse things that well, could have been. I just um, think his name can be mentioned, but when you're using it to try and invoke a reaction, it's exploiting it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it's. All, uh, I guess I, you can make that argument. I suppose I just did. I liked it. I thought it was it was quick, and they moved on. It wasn't like heavy handed. Um, yeah. And then he threw the shield vest into the fire, which was a great visual. I love that he said, "Burn it down." I was hoping that he would. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he did. Definitely. And um, it was good. It was short and sweet, and it was our first little glimpse of this newish character um i wish they stopped asking renee young questions because her answers just seem dumb and dude, it's not her fault dude but hate to say i told you so but right didn't i say this like months ago at this point what to expect renee to not have spoken with dean ambrose a whole lot in the comments oh weeks. yeah i know i just like feel like just don't like 
don't ask her. Like, I don't think you have to ask her because she's on the commentary team. I like, don't know. It's kind of they like feel there like, are certain parts when they like go to the commentary team like throughout the show, and I just don't think that's one of them where they have to. If I that think makes sense. if she could just say they don't have to ask her. If they could just when they cut back to them, if they're going to cut back to the three of them, like a shot of the three of them, she could just say, "Don't even get me started." You know, you could have them look at her and she's don't even get me started. Like, you know, just yeah, hint at it I less. I just Be vaguer. Kind of do what he did with his promo instead of saying, like, I did it because you called me a lunatic. Like, I did it because you were holding me back. Just keep it general. Keep it vague. You know what I mean? I did it because I don't like you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep okay. it vague. I, I don't, don't even, you don't even want to know what I've been dealing with. Can we move on? That's what she should say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, guess just, right. I don't want to talk about it. It's personal and it's, I'm hurt. What's the next topic? <laughs> um, so like then, that's what she should say. I don't. We can keep talking about this. Of course. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming they feud for the IC title. Do we think? Yeah. I yeah, wish the title wasn't on him, and it could just be a grudge feud because I feel like if it's for the title, it won't be about the title. Yeah. Well, no, it definitely won't be about the title, and that's my problem. I I just wish that Seth has like a random title defense against like I don't know. I wish Elias was heel because or maybe, maybe Drew McIntyre maybe. I mean, I know that you want to put the Intercontinental title on him right now. Well, I don't really think he's going to be in in as much as as much as he could be, and he deserves to be. I don't think he'll be in the Universal Title picture unless him and Braun get connected to Brock, and at Royal Rumble it's like a triple threat match for the Universal Championship. You think? But outside of that, I just don't see Drew one on one at WrestleMania could be awesome. Well, I think that he could either have the IC title or drop it before then. Yeah, that's one of my choices for the Universal title match at WrestleMania. I think that would be great, but I think that there's still times away to get the title off. I just think Dean screwing Seth out of the title would be another layer to the feud as opposed to just including it in the feud. Right, well, what if Dean does that by taking the title from him? Because what would be his motivation? He would have... Yeah, I guess. To get back at It wouldn't be the first time... It wouldn't be the first time a title feud wouldn't have the title in the picture, but I'm just sick of that happening. Yeah, I know what you mean. I definitely know what you mean. Like the title, but the feud doesn't need it at all. Yeah, but I mean, where is the, um, where is the title going to be if it's not in this feud? Not on TLC, yeah. probably. I mean, Bobby Lashley is really the only other option. Yeah, there you go. And he's so, my other or option Dolph, for or Dolph again. Brock at WrestleMania. Or Dolph again. Um, yeah. Nah, no thanks. Anything? Oh, so AOP in the bar. We'll talk about that in predictions. There was literally nothing. Oh, on SmackDown. It was the bar and Big Show versus the New Day in a pretty good six-man tag match. Um, Except for Big Show, he's looking big slow. Yeah, well, he was kind of limited. A I mean, limited slow. literally, but I mean, wasn't in it a lot at least. True. Yeah, and that was good for everyone. Is there anything else on the shows? I mean, to think. It was just Tuesday was so crazy. Yeah, I think we covered Tuesday night. Yeah, I think we about covered everything. Oh well, one thing I do want to talk about is the. Dana Bryan's now a heel, so yeah. what I have mapped out that. is AJ and Dana Bryan for the W Championship and probably a TLC match at TLC. Yeah, definitely. Um, then I think it's going to be, I think AJ is going to win the next match challenge with Charlotte. Really? And then AJ will get the number 30 spot in the Rumble because the winner of the next match challenge is getting the Rumble 30 spot. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and okay. I think that maybe you do Dana Bryan versus Rey Mysterio at the Royal Rumble. Because wait, isn't or, the finals of the mixed match challenge happening at TLC? Oh, you're right. Well, I haven't actually read where the, I, I. Yes, I that's what I heard. I but I, yeah, you told me that because I, I told I you it. I don't care about this. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I mean either, but it is it's relevant to storylines and planning for WrestleMania. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Yes, I agree. It should not be, but it yeah, is. So yeah, if that's true, then that would. But they can't not have and they they need a proper pay per view match. Be on SmackDown. So maybe yeah. then they just do AJ and Brian at the Rumble. Yeah, and he it's, doesn't it's win. Crazy! They can't squeeze AJ versus Brian for the title onto a pay per view. They can't figure out a way to do that. It's happened like three times on TV. So my main thing is that between Samoa Joe and Miz, one of them are turning babyface, and I will I will be on record for saying that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just which is a shame the, because the, both of them should not be looking at the lay of the should land. Should not be babyfaces. No, yeah, I totally agree. But looking at the lay of the land, I mean, that's about the size of it. If Batista is coming Joe back from work. Mania, I would love to see Samoa Joe versus Batista, but he'd have to be a heel. Right. Sorry, I think ahead. that Joe works more as a babyface because he gets those reactions already. It's like a Kevin Owens kind of thing. Yeah. But like a killer heel. A like a killer face, rather. I mean, with what you agree with, Nia would cause all of this, which you're not wrong. But in general, these decisions are just going to be a lot more far-reaching than we can even think about right now. Yeah. Definitely. Which is the worst. Man. Down in the real world, we're faced with ugly choices. Should we break down the card? Yeah, let's do this. Let's see if we can survive this series. So we'll begin with the, just, I mean, we'll get the tag match out of the way. Well, yeah, that's what they're doing. Team SmackDown will win, and I really hope Sanity are, are the sole survivors. That's my wishful booking. Not going to yeah. happen. I'm no, sure New Day or the Usos will be the sole survivors. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Maybe even both of them. Possibly both. Probably both, all yeah. things considered. Maybe they do a trumpet spot to get one of the last eliminations. That would be good. One of those, you know, like how they used it in the match when Usos beat the New Day anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. We also have Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, the only title I, match. The only title match. I'm pretty sure it's on the main card, which will be cool. They have phenomenal matches, so I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Um, probably not given that much time, and I hope a Buddy Murphy will. Well, I hope and I think that he'll retain. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bar versus AOP. AOP desperately needs to win this. Definitely. I mean, I Bar think that they so. will. Yeah. Two, I have to say. I mean, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. But I kind of think that Vince will do that. Probably, yeah. And look at that disparity. They're, the Raw champions are beating the SmackDown champions. The SmackDown locker room tag team division is going to crush the Raw locker room tag team. Like, You know what I mean? Look at that disparity. Yeah. Well, at least that makes AOP look good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Hopefully. Shinsuke versus Seth. I think it's very obvious that Dean is going to cost Seth. Maybe. Which is good for Shinsuke because Shinsuke should win in general. Yeah. But I, I also don't think they view Shinsuke high enough. I could see Seth winning and Dean coming out afterwards, maybe. Or maybe Seth's just winning, period. Possibly. Or maybe Shinsuke winning by... Well, no, they wouldn't have him because I was thinking maybe he'll, he'll low blow him, but he, they're not going to do that now. Yeah, and also so, yeah. the feud won't like continue. Yeah, hope. I mean, I would love to see Shinsuke just beat him somehow, and then have Ambrose come out and attack Rollins. I or really hope distraction, and then Kinshasa. Sorry, go ahead. I really hope this is like Sami Zayn level, like amazing. It really should be. I mean, it has every right to be. They just get out of their way. That's all you got to do. At least WWE. fifteen minutes. At least fifteen minutes. Yeah, not including entrances. Personally, right. hope more. Hopefully, right. twenty after entrances. Um. Then we have uh, the women's elimination match. Um, uh, well, by the way, SmackDown still doesn't have a captain and a fifth member. So oh, I guess right. we can predict who that's going to be. Um, the options are Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Lana, and Billy Kane, Payton Royce. 
For a fifth member, I mean, Oscar or Naomi should be upgraded up to captain. Right, but you still need a fifth member, though. Right. Uh, well, I would say the obvious choice is Mandy Rose, given how they set it up already inadvertently last week. Same. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, and, I would love, obviously would love Billy Kay or Peyton Royce, but yeah. yeah that's you could have happen. some friction between them, cost either, you know, Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville an elimination, and then go from there. Still tell the story you were going to tell anyway. So, Asuka was a sole survivor last year. Yeah, so Don't count on that this year. Right, especially since, and I, I get why it happened, because I'm really curious to see if, again, something else that Nia could have f***ed up is that during the Mixed Match Challenge, Charlotte tapped out Asuka again, and I wonder if oh, Vince wow. felt the need to do that only because Charlotte's facing Ronda. Because you could have very easily had one of the men pin each other. Right, because it happened. But I wonder if they wanted to make Tuesday, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I love to see Oscar be the sole survivor again, but I feel like um, right now we're one to one with the two. I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say we should be thinking of that. Um, Nia Jax could really be the sole survivor of Raw. You can imagine how I feel about that right now. I know, and I agree with you, but I really think with the Ronda Rousey match, I could so see that happening. Maybe even Nia and Tamina. I would have Nia Jax get eliminated immediately and have Tamina be the sole survivor just to send a message like, yeah, we obviously changed this around a little bit. It was going to be different. Don't ask how. Yeah, <laughs> no, that would be great. But um, but I, I'm, I would put some money on Nia being the sole survivor or one uh, of the sole survivors. I can understand you're very upset. And, and that brings our count to one to two. Damn it! Why is this world? I know so shit house when it's a given that this chick not only isn't going to be fired, but it's just going to be business as usual. She's going to yeah. Win. They may even capitalize on her heat and push her more. To be honest, but she's got a title shot already. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck this. Shit. Um, which makes their match with Ronda even less because if anything, Ronda looks like she's. Like defending Nia because after Becky said she got sucker punched, Ronda was like, "Oh, talk about sucker punching! You sucker punched me." So yeah, like now Ronda and Nia's match too, seems I mean, like they're both on the same side almost. I mean, they yeah. won't include that in the story, obviously, but in kayfabe, Nia really did Raw some favors for Sunday. Like Raw kind of has to win Survivor Series this year. I feel like yeah, for a third year in a row. Yeah, the men's team is actually a little hard to predict because I, I mean, a it doesn't matter who wins. There's no, no. stakes. If anything. Giving the mix match challenge. By the way, not only are they getting the number thirty spot, the man and the, the man and women who win, they also get a paid vacation. I swear to you. Wow. Last year it was for charity. Wow. This year it's for the number thirty spot and a vacation. Okay, so Nia Jax can't win that. Uh, I don't think Hopefully. she's. I don't think she's in the mix match challenge. Good. I don't think. Good. Um, I'm not watching it this year. It's a round robin tournament. It's it's annoying. I, I don't yeah, want to keep call. up with it. I can't. But the Survivor Series should really be like the sole survivor of the women's team and the sole survivor of the men's team. The only issue is that there's not always just one sole survivor. Right. You're saying you should get the number 30 spot in the Rumble. Right. Like the should Survivor the Series, the spot. brand, the winning brand should get the number 30 spot. Not even, not yeah. even worry about superstars. Yeah, and then it makes superstars. these matches mean so much more. Yeah. And it's not hard to do. Like, that's not a, that's not a crazy thought to have. No. It's. I mean, um, it would be, it would be smart to give it stakes. Instead, it's literally all about Stephanie and Shane's egos, and to me, they're both heels now. So I don't even know why I care about their egos. Yeah, Shane is even doubling on the heel because he essentially gave Daniel Bryan the WWE Championship match. Yeah, crazy. So, 
So the men's elimination match, it, it doesn't matter who wins. If I were to guess, I could see Drew McIntyre being the sole survivor. Wow. Braun Strowman being the sole survivor. Yeah, um, how would I really Braun Strowman get eliminated? SmackDown winning. How would Braun Strowman get eliminated? If Drew McIntyre would have, was the sole survivor, go ahead. How would Braun get eliminated? Um, yeah. Um, 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 who is it? Shane. They imagine literally... Shane eliminates him. Oh, uh, God. No, I won't imagine that. Oh, by Corbin. Oh, but why would Corbin oh, do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how would no, he justify would Corbin... that to Stephanie? Right. Uh, I guess you're right. Maybe it would be Strowman. Well, it was Strowman was last year, too, right? Strowman, Strowman and Triple H, H with the weird, the weird ending where Strowman took yeah. Triple H out. No, I definitely could see Strowman winning. Or maybe Drew, like, fuck Strowman over, but then Drew winds up winning, so Ross still wins. Maybe. Or maybe Corbin does that where, because technically you can argue that it's six on five if Corbin gets involved physically. Yeah. So you could have Braun get eliminated, but have Ross still win, and Corbin ensure that by Drew winning. I don't even know how you would book that, though. Um, I would have Corbin get Strowman get counted out, and then Drew McIntyre still winds up winning. Like, Braun's okay. going after Baron Corbin on the outside, Strowman gets counted out, but Drew winds up picking up the win still. Okay, and Stephanie's out there, and she's, like, looking at Baron Corbin between those two things, like, what have you done? I guess. But Ross still wins, though, so why would she care? Right, so at the end, she would be happy. Exactly. It seems like a big risk for Corbin. I guess they would, Raw would have no, to be No, it definitely up. does. Or if, maybe Corbin if, wouldn't realize it, or maybe, like, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be, like, yeah. an intentional sabotaging of Raw. Like, it just maybe. so happens that... Strowman's going after him. Man, he's a bad GM. Or maybe Corbin gets on the apron to hit a SmackDown superstar. The SmackDown superstar moves, hits Strowman. Strowman goes to chase Corbin out of the ring. Strowman gets counted out that way. Yeah, I'm just so Corbin doesn't now, really because the way they left off Raw was with Stephanie condescending Corbin, like, "Oh, you're gonna, we're gonna, you're a bad GM. This is happening on your watch. We're gonna have to right. get a better GM." Well, then technically Stephanie would, would be happy that she promised Strowman a match with Corbin because don't forget, although Stephanie's heel. She has no gripes about also emasculating the heels on the show, too. Corbin being right. one of them. Right. So as long as her team wins, she'll probably be, get a bonus now that Strowman gets to beat the shit out of the person who almost cost her brand the match. Totally. Do you think so, Angle I don't know if they'll do that. match, or is, is he out for a while? Uh, that's a good question. I think he's probably out for a while. Because if anything, it seems like he might. Or even Shawn, yeah. Shawn Michaels, because I was thinking Triple H, but he's injured. Yeah, I, I could see that being a smart way to book it. I don't know if they'll book it that way. Should but I think Shawn that Michaels that would work. on the team. Raw, that's what Raw should have done. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Were you being serious? No, no. Oh, okay. Because I laughed no. and you didn't laugh. <laughs> just like, yeah, no, I just, I, I just, I had to think about that. Am I being serious? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, so I, I guess Raw wins this match. I agree. So, Strowman will be your sole survivor? I love the idea of Drew being the sole survivor, man. I really want big things for him in 2019, but I just don't see how you would do that. They literally just used, you know, Leo Rush and Elias just used, like, the obvious. But, I mean, I guess they wouldn't do that with Strowman again at Survivor Series anyway. No, you could do it a different way. I mean, I thought, not because I said it, I thought the way I said it yeah, would work Yeah, the well. Corbin way. Yeah, that would work, definitely. Okay, and then um, Charlotte and Ronda. Um <sighs> So Still I'm going to give my wishful booking, and then I'm going to give what probably will happen. Oh, yeah. My wish, my, well, I'll do what probably is going to happen. I think Ronda's just going to probably win. Probably. But what I really think should happen, because, so Sasha and Bailey are left off this card, mm -hmm. which I'm not, it doesn't super shock me because they haven't been a focal point of television. No. But, and I even think with Becky, this could have happened if they really wanted to protect her, even though I think that they'd rather protect Charlotte more than Becky. 
especially if Vince wanted to do Charlotte and Ronda down the road, in this match, I would have Shayna, Marina, and Jessamyn Duke interfere. Then you have Sasha and Bailey come out, and it leads to an, like a no, like a, just a, a non-finish. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I thought because you teased this idea with me over texting, I thought you were going to say or something like that. Or maybe like it leads to Charlotte winning, but Charlotte's protected. Wow. Okay. I because I thought you were going to say you know naturally that they would help Ronda win the four women because I thought especially when you said Sasha and Bailey were left off the card, that's a reason they could not show up. You know, Becky, there's an inherent reason why she's not going to be there. Sasha and Bailey are not on the card, so they could not show up. You just have the four horsewomen of MMA show up and help Ronda win. Screw it. I mean, she's gonna. She, they should. She should wrestle Becky Lynch at WrestleMania anyway. And Becky is the face in that story, no matter what. Anyway, so I guess I'm saying turn around to heel. Fuck it. Just got real. Just to elaborate well, it would on still, your wish it would for still be they would still be short Becky. So Sasha and Bailey helping Charlotte could still result in the MMA horsewomen still getting the numbers advantage. Right, but that's too much of a schmoz to not just have a no contest at that point. I feel like. Right, I just think that the, that eight women match is a thing, and I think that if Sasha and Bailey are not doing anything, that it would make sense for them to want to defend Charlotte. You don't think it would make sense for them to just not be there because they're not needed? Well, they're not needed, but but they're not. I don't know. It just wouldn't make sense to me that they're standing by in this match that they otherwise have nothing to do with, and a car that they're not even booked for. Well. But- well, because know. we know that they like are like they have like a yeah. like a history together. So I heard you, you teased your wishful booking for me, and I guess I got a little wishful myself, like a little side side wishful side stream from your okay. wishful river. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna say. But so maybe something like that will happen. I, I doubt it, but we'll see. I think well, Ronda's yeah. I mean, either problem. way, I mean, I think that yeah, that they could just screw Charlotte in general and Ronda turns heel. But I I don't know. I. I think it could be logical for Bailey and Sasha to want to help their other person who's... It could be. There's there's also the built-in Mae Young classic thing when that happened. and You know, it's been growing for yeah, a few years. I, I don't think it'd be at a left already, field. It already sets up the Four Horsewomen match without Sasha and Bailey having to be there, I feel like. If not even right, more. But, but, not but even they need to so. be integrated in, into the feud eventually. Like why Sasha so and why Bailey not do it would there? come together with, let alone with Becky and Charlotte. Like because because they showed up and ambushed Charlotte and cost her a big Raw vs SmackDown match. Well, it wouldn't really be about Raw and SmackDown. It would just be about Charlotte, like them coming up together in NXT and wanting to like defend their right, right, like, that right, 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 right. But yeah, um, like that. So who do you have winning? Ronda, definitely. No matter what, even in the wishful, just by like Ronda. a regular. Also, yeah, most think, likely by regular winning. Do you think Ronda's going to sell her arm? I don't know. Probably not. A, maybe a little bit as the match progresses, but I don't think by default. That was weird, by the way, with uh, Peyton Royce. What was weird? The clothesline, the hesitation clothesline, with the, the where she oversold her arm afterwards. She clotheslined her with like the 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 bad clothesline on Monday. Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, really? Yeah, in the middle of when Ronda came out before Becky hit her with the chair, as she was attacking uh, SmackDown people, Peyton Royce just kind of like was Ronda was basically like looking at her like, "Come on, feed for me." And she just was standing there, and then, you know, Ronda, like, pulled her towards her and clotheslined her with the bad arm, and it was a shit clothesline, because I think she realized, like, oh, I'm supposed to be selling this, and then after she clotheslined her, she was, like, really selling the arm. Well, I give her credit for somewhat remembering to sell the arm, even if it was awkward. Yeah, but it was awkward, yeah. 
Um, but um, in any case, sorry, uh, Ronda definitely for winning this match. Yeah. Okay. Answer. And then, um, and then Brock and Brian doesn't really require a lot. I do. No. Okay. But I do think AJ definitely has a reason to be involved in this match. See, I don't. I think I don't. I mean, I think Brian's going to lose really? no matter what. Yeah. You think AJ's going to show up and help Brian lose? Help? Brock no, beat? I don't think he. Need, no, no, I don't think he. Obviously, so what Brock else would can he do? Brian very easily. What else would he do? Well, I think maybe afterwards he can come out after Brian already lost, just to kind of sell their feud and the fact that he's angry and to give him something to do on the show because he got the shit kicked out of him. And Brian pretty brutally assaulted him after the match. That, like, arm kick thing was pretty ugly. Yeah, I think so I don't think it'd be... Off. I, I, I mean, I, I understand your desire to want him to on the there. card. I just think that babyface-wise, it would make him look... I think it's an understatement to say he doesn't need to be there. I think it's, you know, nobody's expecting him there, unfortunately, at this point. Right, but you, the same thing with Sasha and Bailey. You're acting like there's never been... At Royal Rumble 2015, when Charlotte and Becky had that match and Sasha came out afterwards to attack Charlotte, she didn't need to be there. The things have happened like this before yeah. on pay-per-views. Yeah, but it would be, I think it's, it's already like a, it's already people, something people, when the four horsewomen of MMA come in, it's already something people are like, whoa, what's happening? Like, it's catching everybody off guard. To have Charlotte have a built-in solution right there for it, ready to run out, to me, kind of undercuts the shocking yeah, moment of having Charlotte them attack and, and Ronda Rousey turn heel, and now you just—I feel like it's just a little a bridge too far for me to have to want Sasha, Sasha and Bailey to be standing by for that match. But who says that Charlotte knows that Sasha and Bailey are like preparing for this to happen? They could just be backstage watching, like yeah. when anyone else runs out. I think what I said still applies, whether or not she knows. <laughs> it's convenient; okay. it's just too convenient. All right. I mean, I think you can make arguments that a lot of people running out in, in the history of wrestling is convenient too. But, all right. but they haven't been aligned with her anytime recently. Like it's it undercuts the fact they don't that need it, to it be. be. They like literally are the women. Everybody, sh- everybody, like sh- everybody. But everybody should be caught off guard by the four women of MMA coming out, helping Ronda turn heel and help her beat Charlotte. Everyone should be shocked by that. The fact that Sasha and Bailey not only wouldn't be shocked but would be ready to run to Charlotte's aid, to me, undercuts it a lot. How wouldn't they be shocked though? Just because they come out, they're because- not shocked that it's happening. Yeah, because they were totally ready to spring into action in Charlotte's defense. Okay. I, I just think of countless angles, people returning to help people. I All right. Look, we're both I also we're think both the crowd up because it. a lot of crazy shit happened this week. So, you know, I'm just giving my opinion. You're just giving your opinion. That's We're just we're oh, worked up because of the crazy nature of the things we're discussing, <laughs> obviously. And I also really want this match, and I feel Bailey that Sasha and Bailey aren't on the card, so there's probably that too. Yeah. I feel Bailey that Bailey won't be there either. <laughs> but yeah, I Brock, think that's Brock it. But, wins. but uh, yeah, Brock wins. Yeah, but mainly the takeaway is Becky Lynch won't be there, which sucks. Oh man, she would. Yeah, yeah. You think she'll be like in the crowd, dude? Literally, I. I mean, I guess I hope so. What else can you do? Literally, their reaction to Becky Lynch not being on the card was to take AJ Styles off the card. By the way, because that's crazy. Yeah. What is that? Your other biggest baby face. I mean, they don't. That's them not realizing. Like, Daniel Bryan was on the card, AJ was on the card, but no, they had to have this. You know, as crazy as changing the title at the last minute was, they had. They felt they had to do that to have this. You know, as much as they could. Like I said, an equally cool main event for Survivor Series, but that's just a byproduct that I guess they didn't factor in. It's crazy. God, I I really hope I really hope this show turns out good though. Yeah, I mean, I mean with, it's with still a card like be, that, Charlotte, Ronda, Brock, Brian, and fucking Shinsuke Seth, they should go bankrupt if it doesn't. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, like how do you fuck that up? But just don't don't count them out when it comes to yeah. Don't, don't 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 give them any ideas. Yeah. 
for real. Um, I do. Um, I mean, I'm excited for Takeover. Not to spend a lot of time on it, but I'm very no, excited about the Black and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Um, I think that. By the way, let's just put into perspective that WWE has turned probably the most pure baby faces in Johnny Gargano, Becky Lynch, um, Daniel Bryan, and oh, there's another one. Oh. Yeah, dude, it's that they're just it literally it's becoming their forte turning people that have naturally organic Sami Zayn reactions. Sorry. Yeah, it's what they do. They're crazy. Like this should be they they don't it's an understatement to say they take for granted their baby faces, the natural reactions their baby faces get. They literally like you might as well turn AJ Styles at this point. <laughs> you know, I mean don't, definitely don't do that because that's that's the point I'm making is that it would be crazy if you did, just like it's crazy. Daniel Bryan, I mean, it's fair to say it was getting a little stale, but I think the heat of the moment, the hasty nature of the decision, you know, speaks to why it. they shouldn't have done it. Agreed. I think that it may turn out to be good, just like Becky's, because we were saying Becky's heel turn was dumb too at first, but that did kind of, you can argue, help her rise even more than it would have based on yeah, the natural crowd reaction to Definitely, that. but they don't get credit for that, just because it happens as a byproduct. Right, you know? Definitely. It's if anything, it's like yeah. Finally, eventually, like you realize this. Good. Finally, if they realize Monday night, like oh wow, she's a face. There's not only nothing we can do to deny the fact that she's a face, but like it's impossible for us to even not to look at this and want to root for her because of how badass she is. Like you know, you don't get any credit for finally realizing what's been obvious all along to some of us. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> um. I think you got the point. Then uh, we have so Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa. I think it's a pipe dream, but I would I would have my biggest Marquette moment of the year. Velveteen Dream wins the NXT title. He could. I mean, this is it's, yeah, it's unpredictable. I I mean, the fact that you know it, Velveteen Dream is on a crazy trajectory right now. Like he's Ugh. you know uh, he's huge right now. Don't turn him heel, but like that would be another example of what they would do. Well, I mean, he just off. turned babyface. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Don't make him another Braun Strowman, you know. I would feel but, um, maybe I would feel silly saying don't turn Velveteen Dream heel if Braun Strowman wasn't a thing. But like, he was huge, and you turned him heel because in service of a crazy agenda. But yeah, yeah, totally. This yeah, definitely Takeover is going to be the best card of the weekend for sure. Um, and then War Games is um, we have the Undisputed Era, all four of them, including Bobby Fish, which yep. is the first time they'll be together in over a year. As a group. Ever. Really, um, the four of them. Yeah. And then we have um, War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. I mean, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. In War Games. Himself, um, basically. <laughs> so I'm it's gonna be a great for match. that. It's going to be I insane. really hope the Undisputed Era wins. Badly. I think they should. I think they should. I think they should. I don't, I, I don't think they probably will, but they definitely should. Really? Wow. That would suck, man. I think they definitely should. No, 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 I do think they should. I just don't. I, I, no, I would know. not be surprised if they don't. I know. You think more likely they won't, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And they won last year, so it's almost like they're like mm. defending their war games like yeah. championship, like unofficial yeah. championship. Yeah. They're unofficial title. Um, and then we have a match I, I know you're probably looking forward to and will be great, uh, Kari Sane and Shayna Baszler in a two out of three falls match. Well, we know it's going to be great. I mean, yeah. they've wrestled um, a handful of times. They're awesome. They're, they're yeah. It's definitely going to be great. Two out of three I falls. Think Hell yeah! Obviously retains. Probably. There's no, there's no way yeah. they flip the title again, and I think that the uh, Marina and Jessamine probably are going to be involved again. Probably. I mean, they almost I mean, need to be. 
They should be a faction at this point, yeah. And that's why it would be a good timing for them to go ahead and link up with Rousey. Yeah. NXT champ and the women's champ on one team, the SmackDown women's champ on the other. Perfect. Yeah, agreed. Word. Is that cover takeover? I, I mean, that's, that's a big match. There's only, there's only four matches. I was hoping that Matt Riddle would have gotten the card because him and Cassius Ono have like been going back and forth. Yeah. But but I heard that their match is going to be filmed as a part of like TV beforehand. Oh, wow. Yeah, that surprised yeah. me. But uh, Matt Riddle, I don't know if you saw his debut. He's great. I saw it. Yeah, he is great. Phenomenal. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, definitely check that out. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at me up to 11. Perfect. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and follow us on Twitter at Wishful Booking. And email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. We'll see you after the crazy, crazy Survivor Series. Oh, my God. I know. So I hope we survive it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might. So long, guys. Later. Later.